0: On January 18, the Virginia Coalition for Human Rights put out a PR Newswire news release highlighting opposition that is building against the Israeli company Energic's Renewable Energies in Virginia. The news release starts off with the basis for the opposition – Widespread and deceptive Energix Renewable Energies practices, leading multiple Virginia communities to petition both state and county authorities to withhold permits. Energix is a company that is headquartered in Ramat Gan, Israel, but uh, across Virginia, where it's trying to build a significant business with the help of the Virginia-Israel Advisory Board, uh, it continually states in filings that it's actually headquartered in Arlington, Virginia. It seems to want to distance itself from its foreign ownership, and that is undoubtedly because of its record and listing by uh, the United Nations as a human rights Violator. Anyway, Energix, according to anyway, according to the release, Energix has been denied permits or forced to withdraw applications in five Virginia counties. That includes New Kent County, uh, which is a little east of the capital of Richmond, Helios Solar in Pulaski County, Racehorse Solar in Caroline County. Lily Pond Solar in Dinwiddie County, which is a was a very large proposed Energex project that they lobbied hard to achieve, uh, but failed to do. And finally, Westlake Solar in Franklin County. According to IRMEP research, uh, using Energy Information Agency electricity price forecasts, we believe that $1.8 billion dollars... In 35 year Energix revenue has been stalled or canceled due to counties rejecting, questioning, or challenging their projects in Virginia. Energix is alleged to mislead communities about its track record by filing misleading notices of intent or filing them so late in the state permitting process that they don't raise any stakeholder awareness. Virginia has a uh, regulatory regime which allows solar utilities, which are not uh, associated with dominant electrical monopolies, to uh, get uh, streamlined permitting of their projects from not the uh, corporate regulator, but rather the Department of Environmental Quality through an accelerated process called permit by rule. But one of the rules that they're supposed to follow is filing uh, notices of intent that communities and other curious uh, followers can uh, be aware of at a website called Town Hall administered by the state of Virginia. So to rectify this uh, non- or late filing of notices of intent, the Virginia Coalition for Human Rights submitted public comments to an existing Department of Environmental Quality petition to tighten regulations and eliminate deficient notices of intent. DEQ suggests that those notices of intent must be submitted as soon as is practical or practicable in the development process, but... They've been coming later and later from Energix for a number of reasons that we'll go into. Um, there was a petition filed by Rockingham County citizens for responsible solar who have opposed an Energix project that has been in the works for years now at the foot of the scenic Endless Caverns tourist destination in Rockingham County. Um, VCHR petitioned that all future notices of intent identify. The parent company, Energix, rather than only the anonymous limited liability company Shell Corporations that Energix likes to use with uh, whimsical names. So, in this particular petition filed with the Virginia Regulatory Town Hall Department of Environmental Quality, petition number 380, uh, it goes into a, a lot of detail about Energic's deceptions, that uh, there were no grave sites or historic buildings on these sites that were being contemplated to put up its uh, 30-odd megawatt Uh, solar generating site. Uh, Subsequently, after they secured county approval, they suddenly found historic graveyards and historic buildings. So the petition filed by locals goes into a lot of detail about why the process uh, had been corrupted by Energix and all the reasons that they should not get a permit for the site. Uh, At any rate, Rockingham County residents, requested that the Department of Environmental Quality cancel an active permit by rule application for endless caverns because of years of misleading Energix filings. And they documented also how Energix was weaponizing Department of Environmental Quality and municipal orders that mandated mitigation of environmental problems caused by Energix in some sites, particularly stormwater runoff. Uh, in one case documented uh, by Rockingham County residents in this January petition, Energix refused to pay a contractor that had to work on a site that they were building in With County, uh, and the remediation work it uh, costs hundreds of thousands of dollars, but rather than pay for it, uh, Enerjix let the contractor go unpaid, and he filed a hefty mechanics lien against the property owner who was leasing land to Enerjix. And so, uh, over in Rockingham County, residents noted that the uh, company Enerjix appeared to be weaponizing uh, environmental orders filed by the DEQ, which is the regulator of the industry. Uh, Anyway, RCCS, Rockingham County Citizens for Responsible Solar, which is this group, claimed that Energix also had no plan to manage an estimated 800 pounds of toxic cadmium e-waste from the solar panels to be placed uh, at the foot of endless caverns. Uh, Energix has signed uh, an exclusivity agreement with the company First Solar, which makes uh, cadmium telluride panels. It's a company that's received uh, many, many, many millions of dollars in U.S. federal subsidies to make this specialty panel that represents only about 5% of global production, with the majority represented by silicon-based panels. At any rate, this local group was highlighting the fact that there is no obvious specialty recycling contract in place to handle the panels either when they've been depleted or the project has finished and they have to be carted away and handled rather than going into local landfills. Uh, Energix at other sites has proposed simply selling them off on eBay and letting whoever acquires the panel to be responsible for its disposal. It isn't household waste. It's clearly stamped on the back of the panel that it can't be landfilled. But uh, Enerjix, at this point, doesn't want to prepay any specialty recycling to handle the toxic cadmium telluride. The amount of silicon for the site is estimated to be 5,400 pounds, almost three tons of toxic cadmium telluride. Uh, In Europe, they have to do that. By law, there is no landfilling CDTE panels. And so that's a question they raise. Also, Caroline County residents uh, also supported a rule change at the Department of Environmental Quality to require notices of intent to be submitted uh, to county zoning votes and to prohibit, again, ghost LLC filings where there's a whimsical name like Race Track Solar, but it's actually this Israeli company that is behind it. Uh, Carroll County residents claimed Energix in a public notice published in one of their local newspapers falsely claimed that it's uh, River Trail Solar, another whimsical name, had already received county approval to proceed with the project when in fact that had not happened yet. Uh, And Henry County residents supported early notice of intent notification as a Department of Environmental Quality Rule Change. Anyway, all of this goes back to the nature of the company that is coming into Virginia. If you go to the website israellobby.org, Energix, you can get background on the company, Energix Renewable Energies. The company came onto to our map, uh, looking at reports from the United States Commissioner High Commissioner for Human Rights, which listed Energic's Renewable Energies as a Category G company operating in occupied territories. And Category G covers uh, a company that is uh, engages in, quote, the use of natural resources, in particular water and land, for business purposes. As such, it is considered to include business enterprises That are physically located on land in the occupied Palestinian territory, in addition to those that benefit commercially from the use of natural resources located in the occupied Palestinian territory, irrespective of such business enterprise's physical presence, unquote. So this company was cited in February of 2020 as operating a site called Matiram in the occupied Palestinian West Bank. A uh, report... Who Profits, in a study called Greenwashing the Occupation, the Solar Energy Industry and the Israeli Occupation, January 2017, noted that... First Solar, again, Energix's exclusive supplier, had installed 104,000 of its CDTE solar panels in the Israeli-occupied West Bank and noted that the 5-megawatt Metairim solar field, uh, which was covering almost 100,000 square meters of Palestinian land near Palestinian villages in the Mount Hebron area, had been suffering from forcible displacement, demolitions, lack of basic services, and economic. Economic strangulation. Uh, And yet, Energix built a site there which did not even allow local Palestinians to buy electricity or even put up their own solar panels. Um, In 2015, though, Energix began operations and contracted to install a 155 megawatt wind turbine facility in the Israeli occupied Golan Heights to supply Israel with electricity from that geography. This is not Israeli territory. This was land that was conquered in the 1967 Six-Day War that Israel launched, and uh, they've never given it back despite UN resolutions. Uh, Article 55 of the Hague regulations prohibit Israel as an occupying power from appropriating Golan Heights for economic exploitation. So they're they don't have clean title to the site of where they're in continuous uh, clashes with local populations in the Golan Heights to develop it and run wind turbines for the benefit of Israel. So you can check out these reports at israelobby.org slash energix, but uh, it really details um, the sort of trajectory of energix and reports again by other Organizations like the American Friends Service Committee, which talks about the corporate ownership of Energix, which uh, is owned in majority stake by a company called Aloni Hetz that does a lot of real estate transactions in the Israeli-occupied West Bank. uh, There's a report from Reuters about Energex committing to purchase $120 million of solar solar panels from First Solar uh, way back in May of 2019, and then quickly launching operations in Virginia, filing for conditional use permits near the city of Chesapeake to create... a a solar utility called Cotton Energic's Hickory. And all of the permitting and plans, again, including the plan to not recycle their panels, but to simply sell them on eBay when they decided that they've been degraded enough or when they've decided that they don't want to pay for recycling. And the county government... Uh, And City of Chesapeake didn't really do much about the decommissioning plan. They didn't challenge salvage values, claiming that uh, degraded toxic solar panels would actually have uh, resale value and that it should be acceptable to sell them to unsuspecting consumers. So all of that is profiled in this particular set of documents. But, you know, the real, I think, single best presentation of The Energix importing its worst practices into Virginia and one of the reasons communities are rejecting Energix was presented at the National Press Club by Gene Trabulsi back in March of 2022. And so uh, although this is just a little podcast update of the continued opposition to Energix importing its worst practices into the United States, which, again, this is uh, something the United States is subsidizing. There's a very hefty tax credit available to companies, which was contemplated for American companies, but this Israeli company is taking advantage of it, uh, 30% tax credit on the investment it makes setting up solar utilities. And so Energix works with the investment bank Morgan Stanley to convert the solar energy tax credit into tens of millions of dollars of cash, essentially, not paying taxes and not contributing to the U.S. economy and, and making Americans fill that tax gap. But uh, so the industry lobbied hard in the Inflation Reduction and Jobs Act to get accelerated direct cash payments of those solar energy tax credits to avoid entirely the need to contract with an investment bank to sell them off to a company with a tax liability. Uh, They weren't able to do that, but it hasn't stopped Energix, which is able to take advantage of hundreds of millions of dollars in government subsidies given to the company First Solar to be able to finance project development and construction. So First Solar is fully backing Energix. It's very tight-lipped about its special agreement with Energix. Both companies try to portray that agreement as being more than an exclusive sales agreement or project financing agreement by implying that it also includes components for recycling, but both of them use very conditional language. They're forever saying that First Solar can recycle solar panels at its facility and that they both can return them at the end of use, but there's no contract that's ever been presented to any regulator in Virginia showing that they are actually going to do that. And so these panels are very price competitive because uh, they're cheaper to develop than crystalline silicon panels, but this huge end of life costs that can be incurred to either treat them like toxic waste by encasing them in concrete and burying them which the Department of Energy has had to do to some failed projects that left behind a bunch of CDTE panels at great cost or recycle them and separate out the CDTE which First Solar although it claims it can recycle panels it can't actually do that uh, as disclosed in a footnote in one of its man well one of its uh, reports so there's a lot of externalizing of costs. There's a lot of importation of worst practices from overseas. And here we'll just listen to a short presentation by Gene Tribulsi, uh given last year about how Energix imports those worst practices into the U.S.
1: Switching gears. Good morning. <laughs> on, on behalf of the Eject Energix Committee of VCHR, I am pleased to share the information on this slide. Although we are for renewable energy, we are against the Israeli company Energex Renewable Energies because of its harm to surrounding communities in the occupied territories and in Virginia. In the slide deck, I will describe Energex in Israel and Energex in Virginia demonstrate Energex' undue influence in state government, demonstrate Energex' undue access to federal subsidies, and describe our campaign to push back. Well, what is Energex Renewable Energies? It's one of Israel's largest renewable energy companies, both solar and wind, headquartered in Ramat Gan, with an estimated market value of almost $2 billion dollars, Public traded, public company, traded on the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange since May 2011. Well, why are we against Energex? Because it is a human, it is a UN-designated human rights violator. The middle portion of the slide shows the report issued by the UN that designated Energex Renewable Energies as a Category G company. That means that energy used natural resources, in particular water and land, for business purposes in the Occupied Territory. Well, how? If you look at the left of your slide, you'll see that they took land from Palestinians living in the West Bank, the South Hebron Hills, and they developed the Metrum Solar Facility located in an illegal settlement industrial zone. The right-of-slide shows the Golan Heights. In 2015, they used the natural resources land belonging to Syrians living in the Golan Heights and developed a field of wind turbines. And in addition, most recently, Energex has has partnered with the Israel Defense Ministry to build 41 more wind turbines. What does Energex do in Virginia? Here you see the map, 22 sites. We have, uh, as a human rights organization, closely monitored Energex since they have come into Virginia. If you see the sites, they go all the way from the Chesapeake Bay to the Appalachian Plateau, along south side, that's North Carolina border, and up the Shenandoah Valley. Energex states that it has seven solar facilities that are operating and other projects in various stages of initiation. As promised in slide one, let's look at Energex's undue influence in the state legislature. Energex is promoted by the Virginia Israel Advisory Board. I'll call it VIAB. It's a state agency under the General Assembly of Virginia that is funded by Virginia taxpayers, it is the only taxpayer-funded state agency dedicated to promoting Israeli business in the United States. Because VIAB has offices in the same building as Virginia legislatures, VIAB has access to policymakers that regular Virginia solar businesses do not have. Our position is that Viab is an Israeli export promotion authority masquerading as an advisory board. Here's an example of the, the viab Enerjex connection and Energex's undue influence in the executive branch. You see the picture of former Governor Ralph Northam. Well, he's on a Viab-sponsored trade trip to Israel. To his left is Secretary of State Commerce, Brian Ball. In documents, we read that Energex credits Viab with connecting it with senior leaders in the Commonwealth and credits Viab with introduction to private and public entities and assisting in the identification of new projects. We believe that this gives Energex an unfair advantage over other Virginia solar companies. And who is this? This is Aviva Fry, another example of undue influence in the executive branch. She served as the head of Energex in the United States while simultaneously serving on the VIA board. Here you see an email from her, and she has signed it VIA board. She is asking to seek a private meeting with the former First Lady, Pamela Northam. The meeting was to talk about Energex, but she signed the email as the Southwest coordinator of Viab. Now we go from undue influence in state government to undue subsidies from state and federal. You see the two logos on the right. The first logo is the uh, Virginia Economic Development Partnership. And if you could just follow the dates with me, I think... We'll be able to comprehend this a little bit more. In 2019, Energex planned to hire 33 U.S. employees, but they needed money. So in 2020, they applied for a subsidy from the Virginia Jobs Investment Program, and here's the rub, in 2020, the same year, Energex applied for the Payroll Protection Plan loans because they claimed they had 152 workers. They received one-third of all federal PPP loans to the Virginia utility-scale solar sector. They were telling the state and the federal government two different things. Another example of undue subsidies from federal sources Energex's tax partner is the U.S. development bank, Morgan Stanley. In 2020, Energex couldn't use their federal tax credits, so they uh, converted them into $48 million in cash through Morgan Stanley. To sum up so far, we have seen evidence of how Energex receives undue subsidies and exercises undue influences, And now we pose the question, would Energex's willingness to hurt communities overseas manifest in Virginia? We think it does. In Virginia, Energex can't take the land like they can in Palestine. But they can use heavy metal toxic solar panels that 95% of the world does not use Well, why does Energex use these cadmium telluride panels? They use the panels exclusively to lock in the 30% federal investment tax credit that we talked about with Morgan Stanley. Energex committed to buy $120 million in cadmium telluride panels in 2019 to lock in a maximum 30% federal investment tax credit. This photo shows the devastation of cadmium telluride solar panels after a tornado shattered desert sunlight solar in the Mojave Desert. Almost 200,000 panels were treated as toxic waste. Well, what do federal government agencies say about the toxic cadmium telluride? This is the Environmental Protection Institute, They say that cadmium telluride is on the Toxic Substances Control List. Next one is NIH. It's on the Hazards Identification List. They say that cadmium telluride is harmful if swallowed, harmful when there's skin contact, harmful if inhaled, and harmful to aquatic life. OSHA considers cadmium telluride hazardous. Now we go to our pushback, when we tried to educate community stakeholders, both county officials and people who live in the surrounding area. It's basically an education campaign. We presented, I would go down to uh, Virginia and present in front of boards of supervisors about Energex violations of human rights. We also access a special map that is made by uh, the Department of Conservation and Recreation. If you just plug in the coordinates of the land, then all this overlapping comes in. And if you see the brown area, that will tell you that those solar panels are to be erected on land that is vulnerable or that is uh, has historic antebellum mansions or that is uh, vulnerable in some other kind of way. Many battlefields, Civil War battlefields in Virginia. So that is another tactic that we used, why you shouldn't locate on this land. We uh warn them of the dangers of the solar panels and especially the need to mandate recycling contracts in the permitting documents. To this date, we have never seen a contract for recycling. All right, and this is just a, a montage of of graphics that show how we have pushed back and our victories, really. Uh, the photos show that our win in uh, Dinwiddie County, those are... The Board of Supervisors, they voted five to zero not to let Energex in. Um, and then the article below it, uh, Energex had to withdraw from Franklin County because they wanted to put those panels right near Smith Smith Mountain Lake. And that was uh, did not make those people happy. Um, and then if you look at the middle, you'll see that the word has gotten around about these solar panels and their toxicity. And in five counties, they will not allow these panels in Virginia. And then you'll see on the far right a lawsuit. Uh, We're starting to have lawsuits against Energex and the Board of Supervisors. Next slide. And that is it. Here's our website for more information. I want to thank the Eject Energex team, some of whom are here today, as well as our partner organizations, such as American Friends Service Committee, for their research on Energex and greenwashing. We welcome all Virginians to join our team and anyone can sign our petition. Thank you.